0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to Shadowcast episode 22. I am Whiskey Neon, joined tonight with Black Math. Howdy. Mr. Chin. Good day. Rainmaker. Good evening. And the amazing Zandybot. Hello. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're having a, a great time tonight. I am currently at the lab.ms recording uh, the second podcast recorded there. First one was DHA After Hours. Currently drinking Henry's Hard Soda, uh, which tastes exactly like shampoo. Uh, Having a lot of bandwidth issues, so we're tethering tonight. And uh, that's... That's what's going on. So, uh, anything cool happened with you guys this past week?
1: I went down to Houston after the uh, floods. That was interesting. And built out my uh, home battle station, which uh, I'm pretty proud of.
0: Oh, wow. So, uh, what would it, what's your home battle station setup uh, look like?
1: Got a U uh, shaped desk with hutch, and then uh, got uh, two dual screen uh computers and uh three laptops, so I've got a whole bunch of workstations to work from, so I can basically just move laterally between all my workstations it's uh, pretty nifty wow well do you uh you I
0: guess you have that one last uh upgrade you have to make for it to be complete, and that would be uh the hoodie
1: uh yes, and my guy fox mask don't forget about that
0: <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> So, uh,
2: <laughs> so
0: uh, how about you, Mister Chen? Have you done anything cool this past week?
3: Uh, no, not really. Just the same old stuff. Um, been um, honestly trying to get my roof repaired. Um, <laughs> how how bad you know? is it?
0: Like I know you you got pummeled by like snowball. Yeah, Snowball. it was pretty, pretty crazy. Softball-sized no. hair. Oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: <laughs>
0: So, like, what? what is it?
3: Is it, like, just exposed
0: uh, roof or just shingles
3: everywhere? What? Uh, you know, my roof made it out okay, um, relatively speaking. I mean, I need a new roof. Um, I have a couple of holes in the uh, plywood decking that I've been tarped over for now. They're relatively small, but, um, you know, there's still holes, and that's a problem. Other uh, houses in my immediate area are just fucked. Um, You'll go go down a street, and every single one of them has the entire roof tarped over. You know, Service Pro and other restoration teams are out in full force. It's just really bad. Um, And I expect it to be that way for, I don't know, at least a year, just because there's so many houses. And a lot of these are in, you know, less than, um, ideal income neighborhoods. So, you know, there are, there are going to be a percentage of people that are just, just are not going to get their repairs done. So. so what's, how did you describe that?
4: What's less than ideal income? Yeah. Um, yeah, can, check
0: your, check your privilege, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: I was actually looking for real numbers, like, uh.
3: I, I don't I, I don't really have a, a hard number. I'm just thinking of, of folks who are economically disadvantaged. The the uh ghetto um houses are not in the best condition to begin with.
2: That sort of thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, no, like if you uh see uh New Orleans after Katrina, it was uh it still looks just as shitty in a lot
3: of yeah. places, and <laughs> it's been 10 years. What was really hilarious, not hilarious as in funny, but hilarious as in Nelson, ha-ha, was um, there's uh, a, several wow. uh, new housing <laughs> developments going up uh, near me, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I
0: didn't either.
3: Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Several new housing developments coming up and um you know, these houses were under construction and this massive hailstorm came in, so these poor assholes who had just finished doing the roof have to go back through and redo it all over again.
0: Yeah, didn't you uh, have the <laughs> insurance adjuster coming over to your house from previous damage?
3: Yeah, you know, I, that's exactly right. Um the night before so this storm came through the night before the insurance adjuster was scheduled to come out from a previous hailstorm uh, two weeks prior. So uh, if I didn't need a new roof then I you know, sure, why not? So um, <laughs> the advantage of that, too, is I did not have to pay the deductible twice.
0: Uh, yeah, what what is your deductible
3: Way too much fucking money.
0: My parents got screwed due to the storms with the uh, uh, insurance. Uh, they, they've been with the same insurance company for like over 20 years and (laughs) only, and only had three claims ever in the entire period. And it was all this past year, uh, roughly within a year or two. And, uh, that right there was, uh, all it took for them to drop them. Are you kidding me? Needing to use their insurance. Yeah. Never missed a payment. Nothing. Um, so yeah, just goes to show you that insurance just loves to screw
3: people left
4: and right. Yeah, so They're in the business of uh, not giving you money.
3: Yeah, so you know we've had these fly-by-night roofing companies and all that in the area, and it's just a mess. It's to the point where um, several neighbors neighbors have put up no soliciting signs. Yeah, remember, just- ladies and gentlemen, use Angie'sList
0: dot com <laughs> <laughs> and not Craig's list.
3: <laughs> actually if you really want the highest quality uh, contractors and subcontractors use chins list that's what's there <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh,
2: oh.
0: oh boy yeah. um so there we go uh so We've had uh, uh, a disastrous time with all these storms in Texas, Houston's underwater. Uh, Rainmaker, what did you
1: see when you were there for all that shit? To be perfectly honest, it really wasn't that bad. I think there was a total of like seven deaths total. And those people were the ones that were the idiots that avoided the uh, high water warnings and just decided to trudge forward. And I, I think a lot of it is uh, they kind of got what the, they were asking for, honestly. Is stup-
2: <laughs>
1: Darwinism. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all about Darwinism. But I mean, if you're dumb enough to go past, like, the blinking siren lights of a police officer to go into a low water area, you get what's coming to you. Yeah. But it's like, uh, yeah, I mean,
0: Houston experiences... Hurricanes all the time, so it's not like this kind of thing is is uh, you know some kind of surprise. You know what I mean? Like I don't understand why people uh, would be so idiotic. But
1: I don't know. Yeah. I am being overly insensitive. I mean, people did die because of this, but uh, two three days later, yeah, there's still some thunderstorms and whatnot. But overall, I think the city is uh, recovered fairly quickly. Well, people people die every day and uh
4: i mean not not to you know put value on uh, types of deaths but when people die for stupid reasons it's it's not quite as you know doesn't, <laughs> doesn't hit you in the feels like people dying for unjust reasons yeah so i don't think you're being insensitive but maybe no. that's just me
0: no yeah people die all the time you don't you don't see us uh you know getting all worked up over just some random mugging. It's not spree. sympathy cast. <laughs> no, it's not. And it's definitely not a, a crime podcast. It's Shadowcast. cast. So <laughs> well, why don't we, uh, I guess start out with, uh, f- wait, 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 Thanks. no, we're not done yet. I've, I've had a crazy week. Um, <laughs> I had, um, a really interesting experience with my work, uh, which, uh, because I'm a good employee, won't disclose publicly. But um, long story short... uh, Yeah, never mind. That was pretty short. (laughs) (laughs) In summary. Uh, Yeah. But anyways uh let's just
4: move into the first segment of the show aren't you gonna ask me what i did this week
0: i I thought you didn't do anything okay tell us what you did this week sorry i didn't do anything but
4: (laughs) 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 i worked a lot i had like 12 hour days and then my wife got the flu
1: and that's been my fucking week Apparently Prince got the flu, too, recently, I believe. (laughs) Yeah. He he got
0: the bad flu. Yeah. No, you know what it actually is? Uh, He he contracted AIDS, and um, he uh, had this,
4: like... Did you read Weeb's post? No. Yeah, he said the same thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, I was going off of some, like, uh, website that wouldn't say who it was they said it was an African-American musician uh, who a, cl- a, a source really close to the situation told... I forget what it's called, the website. It's one of those... It's not TMZ, but it's like Media Something. I don't remember. Destructive Live? No, it wasn't some clickbait shit like that, no. Uh, it was called media, a media Something. I don't remember, but anyways... Uh, They weren't saying who it was because it wasn't confirmed and they weren't going to just, you know, say shit without actually, you know, confirming it. But a a source really close to the person, it was a very famous African-American entertainer uh, who contracted AIDS in the 90s, kept it a secret. And like two years ago, had a, uh, uh, I don't know, got involved with these extremely religious uh, people. And was convinced that God cured them of AIDS and was doing really, really bad. So, <laughs> I think Prince had AIDS. <laughs> That's what I think. I don't know. What did Weave say? I don't follow I, Weave. I'm not going to repeat that on air. <laughs> uh, of course. Did he, did he say a racial slur? Because that just seems like something
2: he would say yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) let me make
4: a tiny url (laughs) oh
0: yep i see it right there yep (laughs) oh my god well yeah yeah but that's not to say that on on air wow um
4: Um, Speaking of Twitter, uh, real quick. Autism is real. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Zandy, the amazing or the mediocre Zandy, posted that uh, he says, shit, guess I'd better find lodging for ThoughtCon sometime soon. And I think as good friends, we should all retweet this to get this out because I think it's a a plea for help.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, Zandy. I've retweeted. Say hi it. if you want us to retweet it. Hello. Oh shit! I guess he doesn't want us to. Oops. <laughs> um, let me see. There it is. Yep, I'm retweeting it now. So, uh, you can find this at tinyurl slash zandy lodging. And we encourage everyone to please retweet this so that. I actually like that because he never listens to the show and if we get enough people retweeting this it'll be very entertaining so
4: the 100th retweeter will receive a free ShadowCon t-shirt
0: yes and a YOLO sticker pack featuring Polygon as Raggedy Ann (laughs) (laughs) so be sure to help us out here we'd really like to see a lot of retweets on this and uh let let zandy know that we appreciate him
2: <laughs>
0: right. well why don't we move into the first segment of the show
4: now it's time for the feed
1: all right uh Recently, 60 Minutes did a news story on hacking cell phones. Uh, in reality, it was talking about the vulnerability with the Signaling System 7 protocol that basically allows network elements in a public switch telephone network to exchange information. Uh, they're Making this sound like this is uh, brand new, uh, cutting edge news, but anybody into information security back in in summer of 2014 would know that Chaos Computer Club uh, disclosed all this back then. So this is really just rehashing of old news. Um, What they were saying is is that the uh, broadband processor of most phones has multiple amounts of uh, bugs and defects, and these things are just coming to light now. Uh, What's interesting to note is that these are vulnerabilities that are being disclosed now, but there's really no intention from uh, these telecoms to fix this because of the uh amount of work that's going to be required and then in addition uh i'm fairly certain law enforcement really has no intention to want to fix this vulnerability either uh there have been several proof of concepts done um most recently i believe there was a demonstration of this at DEFCON last year as well with uh, standing up fake cell phone towers to uh, intercept communications. So that's one of my stories. What do you guys think about that so far? Um, I thought the same thing that, you know, it's old news. I had heard about
4: it uh, from the same CCC talk and uh, somebody at work actually brought it up because they had they had just heard about it and I thought, oh, wow, that sounds really familiar. I think that was disclosed quite a while ago, and so we looked it up and confirmed.
1: Um, well, uh oh, popcorns done.
0: Oh shit, that's me.
1: Oh no, <laughs> is that the APT uh, alert? What
4: do I do? <laughs> is that the bandwidth alarm? Is that the vape?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, live on
4: Shadowcast. Oh, an man. emergency. It's okay, people. Oh, I, shit. I work in incident response.
0: <laughs> oh, well. Uh, note to self, uh, vaping right above the smoke detector isn't the best idea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh, shit. That well, happened once during DHA after hours, and Wirefall has network smoke detectors, so the entire house at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> It just starts lighting up with alarms. (laughs) Oh,
4: shit. Well, if you have uh, a rubber band or a hair tie or something like that and a plastic bag, like, you know, like from a grocery store, you can just seal off the uh, the smoke detector and not worry about that. (laughs) Very smart, MacGyver.
0: I would, but this is like too high i don't even see uh the the storage room is locked up and uh yeah i I can't get to a ladder to do anything i'll just have to have a long
4: stick and that's what i was running to
0: i've got a trebuchet next to me i could just start firing shit up at it yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh god all right sorry about that So you were saying that this is old news, Black Math.
4: <laughs> yep, I'm just uh, reiterating what Raymaker said. Um, the media, I think they're making a slightly bigger deal of it than than they needed to. Um, and I don't know. I didn't see the.
1: Uh, I didn't see the uh, segment. Oh, I caught the minutes. last like ten minutes of it, and you know they uh, ended ended up intercepting some communications of a congressman that th- they had uh, informed that they were going to use him as part of their their uh, news story. So I thought that was good that they're at least bringing this sort of information to light. Um, and yeah. what's cool is is like my mother in law ended up like sending me a text message going, "Hey, did you see this?" So you know if she's getting word of this, then uh, I'm glad that that it's getting out to the public. Well, yeah. 60 Minutes has
0: been doing a good job of bringing old stories to the public to make people talk about them. Like, this isn't a great example than the Saudi Arabia uh, 9-11 connection thing that's been all over the news. Yeah. Uh, If anyone ever watched this movie, it was a really, like, down-key movie called Fahrenheit 9-11... That was like the entire premise was that the Saudi Arabians were behind it and that was what, two thousand and four? And everyone just said Michael Moore was like a fat fuck and shouldn't believe anything he says. And what do you see now? Anyways, that's a that's not InfoSec related.
1: Well back to back to system seven or SS seven. What I think is good to note is is that this is basically allowing for interception of all baseband communication so cell phone communications voice and SMS messaging so tools like whatsapp signal things like that really are providing that additional layer of encryption that can't be intercepted so continue to use those tools yeah and if you can there's
0: uh, effort put forward to have a completely open-source 4G uh, baseband modem. Uh, and we currently have a, I think it was a 3G, or maybe it was just 2G, that's completely open-source hardware spec for, uh, I think it was the mo- uh, the Nokia N900. Uh, so uh, that's the dream for me, is to be able to... Uh, build my own cell phone with my own baseband, running on Foss uh, firmware and everything. But yeah, uh, I wish Zandy were here because he knows more about that stuff than anyone else. And
4: yeah, you know, does Zandybot
0: know as much? <laughs> 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 Honestly, that's probably the same thing we would have gotten if he was here. <laughs> 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 that's so stupid. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Oh. So let's move on. Um, uh, you have another one, Remaker?
1: Yeah, I've got two more. Uh, I'll start with this first one. Um In light of all the news that's come about with Apple and the FBI and their resistance to... Provide decryption of the San Bernardino uh, terrorist phone. Uh, This is interesting. Recently, an article or two articles were released one in Vice and one in Motherboard uh, talking about how uh, BlackBerry has provided the Canadian police, uh, Royal Mounted Police, uh, access to their global decryption key, um, allowing for basically all communication for standard. Uh, consumers' uh, pin-to-pin communication to be uh, available for decryption, um, which is kind of a direct uh, opposite of what Apple was doing. Um, I found that pretty interesting because uh, the John Chen, the uh, Blue uh, BlackBerry CEO, actually was saying uh, that they're providing uh, what was the word. Uh, Here, I'll just read his quote. It says, When it comes to doing the right things in difficult situations, BlackBerry's guiding principle has been to do what is right for the citizenry within legal and ethical boundaries. We have long been clear in our stance that tech companies as good corporate citizens should comply with reasonable, lawful access requests. I have stated before that we are indeed in a dark place when companies put the reputations above the greater good. Which, again, I think is a direct dichotomy of what Apple's doing. So, that's my second story. What do you guys think about that?
0: I think that being good tech citizens means uh, serving customers before government. Well, in this case, the government are customers a lot of the time. So
1: What I found interesting about this is this is only their... uh, Public, or I'm sorry, their private key between regular customers. If uh, you are running a BEZ server, which the government and most corporations do, it doesn't provide uh, any sort of decryption. So, this is again just for regular uh, people that are picking up their phones from or Blackberries from like ATT or Sprint stores. just oh, regular citizens.
0: Yeah. Gotta love it. I- I'm surprised Mr. Chin isn't raging about this right now. I might,
3: you, Yeah, my give a fuck is busted.
0: I'm surprised, because you usually would say something like, they're trashing our rights.
1: Well, they're trashing our rights. Fuck them. <laughs> well, I mean, this is BlackBerry. I mean, I think they've already pretty much put their nail in their coffin, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah. Well, God, yeah. The BlackBerry... <sighs> Uh, yeah, this whole thing is, uh, they even tried using, uh, Blackberry Messenger for, like, there's an app for Android and iOS, and the only time I've ever heard of anyone using it was this Canadian girl I knew, uh, so, uh, (laughs) they're kind of not relevant anymore, we have, uh, shit, the government itself has its own, uh, flavor of Android, uh, that's super secure ish and uh, supposedly yeah so Platform. no 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 <laughs> it's a modified version of Android that the NSA's made uh, I kind of
1: like that if that was a distro name secure ish <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> that sounds like a great idea we should fork hardened BSD and call it secure ish <laughs> uh, Website
4: all
1: right. one, yes. Is all that right. all you got for us? Now I got one more story. One all more ready. story. Uh, just recently, Trend Micro had found two new uh, zero days in Apple's QuickTime. Uh, following proper, uh, prudent disclosure methods, they released that information to Apple, who then stated that they have end of life uh, development of QuickTime for uh, Windows systems. So, uh, at that time, they basically uh, uh, were allowed to disclose this information to uh, the public, and which Trend has uh, released a a link saying that it's time to uninstall QuickTime under all Windows applications today. So, what's interesting about that is there are still a lot of Windows applications that still use QuickTime, so there's kind of a, 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 a risky situation here. Either remove QuickTime and be secure or continue to use your legacy applications and be vulnerable to attack. So that's that's my third story for the night. <laughs> um, it's one of those situations where,
0: yeah, like you said, a lot of applications require QuickTime. Hell, there's even some sites. I forgot what it was. It was some shitty uh, LMS site for some corporate training bullshit. That I saw this past year that used the QuickTime Player in the browser for what? Stri- yeah <laughs> yeah you know how there's uh um, the QuickTime streaming um, I haven't I used to have a, a QuickTime streaming server set up back before Flash streaming server was a big deal um, before that you would have a QuickTime streaming server that would allow you to do that really Really easily, the the QTSS service uh, it would allow you to do HTTP live streaming and shit. Uh, so they use that, and that was literally within this past year. Instead of using Flash or HTML5, yeah. So there you go. Well. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Well, so. Yeah, those are the three stories that I got for tonight. Cool. Well, thank you, very much. I have uh, two stories, and uh, the most important one, by far, is uh, is this one. Happy birthday, Mr. Chin.
4: Oh, thank you. <laughs>
0: it's uh, Mr. Chin's birthday right now.
4: Forty five years old today. Congratulations.
0: Yeah. Happy birthday
4: to you,
2: one. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually not, well, I thank
4: he's actually not 45 years old, but because his chin has extended into several different time zones, it's actually aged faster than he has.
2: <laughs> it's actually time travel. Damn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my uh. god. Holy shit. That was nice. Uh. <laughs> 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 shit. All right. So, I uh, know the real news story is uh, since last week, we were trying to frantically uh, uh, patch our systems due to Heartbleed. Uh, we didn't have a show, so uh, we 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 actually had uh, another bug that uh, we quickly patched for, which is called bad luck. Sad and, luck. Yeah, bad luck. As we we talked about episodes ago, uh, it, they announced it, got all the hype going, and when you have that hype. You expect, you know, <laughs> it's got a name, Heartbleed, Shellshock, Poodle, uh, Stage venom. Fright, Drown, Venom, yeah. Bad Luck. And Bad Luck's just, oh, I could do a man in the middle. Um, it's just just this the, the guy who discovered this is just a huge fucking douchebag because he made everyone shit
1: themselves. For like two months. Yeah, well, it was like a month. Yeah, it was stupid. And you know what's even worse? is He's the developer that actually yeah. contributed to the Samba project that introduced the vulnerability in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Are you shitting me?
0: Yeah, No, no, no. I'm not. It's Stefan uh, Metzmacher, or uh, whatever. I don't know. But yeah, he's part of the Samba core team. Uh, and he uh, cre- literally, literally copy and pasted the site from Heartbleed uh, made his own logo, got the high train running, and as everyone was waiting for the patch Tuesday announcement and all that shit to come out, I was frantically trying to, uh, get the, uh, the patches, uh, as well, but just so that I could go through and try to figure out what happened before it was announced. And I'm gonna toot my own horn here and, uh, say that i uh leaked the patches i, I guess you call it leaking i published the patches seven minutes before they did so booyah booyah yeah i got fit i got 15 retweets out of that that changed my life yeah, Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but uh yeah so they they patched it it was nothing it was a horrible thing fuck that dude fuck you stefan have a shitty name and a shitty vulnerability. I want to actually make a shirt with the heart blood. Uh, heart blood. Heart blood. Bad blood. This alcohol's got to be. <laughs> you have shampoo, man. <laughs> yeah, this fucking shampoo's like uh, driving me insane here. So, yeah, I'm going to get a bad luck shirt and be, be cool with it. Wear it at
1: ThoughtCon. Which, like Heartlock and Bad Blood, those are two the next next generation uh, bugs that are coming out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh,
4: yeah. Make people I'd, wait uh, like three months and then have it be just like have a severity score of one, like just informational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, 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 like announce a vulnerability get all this hype going and then when you announce the vulnerability It's really just like something like a batch script that you made yourself that does nothing like the batch script is vulnerable <laughs> like You didn't do anything Release a program bad
4: passwords vulnerable to brute force attacks
0: <laughs> There you go. Yes <laughs> this distro that we just are releasing today is vulnerable because it comes with a weak default password butt bleed <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright well so uh, bad luck sucked and, and you know the worst thing about all of this is that every time I read it I hear uh, bad blood from uh, Taylor Swift in my head every time <laughs>
4: Could be worse.
0: It could be worse. It could be like White Horse. So I I am fortunate that uh, it's not as bad as it could be. What's White Horse? That's like one of her first songs. The only reason why I know this is because I had a friend who was depressed because his girlfriend broke up with him. And uh, he was drunk and I had to take care of him. And he just kept playing that fucking song on repeat for hours until I kicked him out of my apartment. But Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyways, uh, Black Math,
4: you've got a shit ton of news, right? Yeah, I've got 23 stories. <laughs> Fuck that noise. I'm just kidding. Actually, I need to get some water real quick. So, Mr. Chen, you can go ahead with your
3: stories. So, never get oh. between a thief. <laughs> <laughs> never Continue. get between a thief and the cheetos. She steals and puts in her groin. A Florida woman allegedly.
0: What the fuck are you doing? This isn't Florida, man.
3: (laughs) This isn't straight out of Florida. (laughs) Oh, I'm a douche. Okay. Yeah. He admitted it, everyone. (laughs) All right, I need to get some Uh, water. I'm a douche. And some shampoo now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, in other news. uh, an anonymous uh, uh, spin-off, um, or a low sex spin-off, or whoever these assholes are. They uh, hacked into a voter database in the Philippines, and... Oh, I shit myself for a second. <laughs> took their, uh... <laughs> I, I, I thought you might. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, fuck. Uh... <laughs> they, uh, they took the voter registration information, or whatever they have over there in the Philippines, and they turned it into a fucking search engine. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Uh, 70 million records. Uh, the contents of the search engine come from the I'm back. Philipp- Philippines <laughs> Commission on Elections, which Hello. maintains all the shit. Hey, I'm talking. Shut <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> Is it my turn?
3: Uh, 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 sure. I'm done.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, oh god. Texas man prematurely ejaculates <laughs> and does Florida man segment <laughs> <laughs>
2: too early. <laughs> oh shit. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't, Welcome to Shadowcast. Shit, you can't
4: find this shit on Security Weekly. <laughs>
0: No, no, no. This is the one and only the official Shadowcast. And if you question that, uh, just uh, <laughs> talk to
4: me about DMCA requests. Don't <laughs> 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 so, take your shit down. Oh, God. Well, you know, I, I used to handle DMCA requests uh, quite a bit, and I will say that you are in the right here. No, I'm not. You're not? No trademark. Uh,
0: trademark disputes are not covered under the DMCA. I technically committed perjury twice. <laughs>
4: well, it's not a trademark but, dispute, right? Y-
0: yeah, it is. It, well, it's it's oh, uh, protecting your trademark. It's not it, copyright and trademark are not the same. No, oh, I know that. Yeah, no, I I looked it up after I did it. Was there a common law trademark? Yeah. Uh, no, I won. I won. Okay. Then it's you no mean? longer, yeah, yeah. The the, the competition uh, is no longer using the Shadowcast name.
3: It's a cutthroat industry. Fuck em. Have they changed their name?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's now called something else. Lack
4: of light, cast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Lack see, of light
3: distribution.
0: Well, here's the thing. He he he. In the past week, listened to four episodes of Shadowcast. So, uh, I'm not going to start shit. (laughs) Uh, So, if you are listening, uh, R.D., thank you for changing the name of your podcast so that I didn't have to spend three grand on a trademark lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) But, yes... <laughs> As you were saying, Mister Chin.
3: <laughs> oh, um, so in, in in summary, uh, seventy million records stolen from the Philippine election people. Um, they threw it into our a, a searchable engine database thing. No, the um, the
4: election people
3: in the Philippines. Yeah. Yes.
4: Seventy million records. Yeah. So That's is it awesome. all personally identifiable information, or I mean, they don't have social security numbers. But <clears throat> did it say like what uh, what kind of sensitive information it might have?
3: Uh, from my understanding is that it's the equivalent of the U.S. voter registration info. Hmm.
4: Oh yeah.
0: So what's the deal? They did this, and uh, what was the in-game? I don't right. understand.
3: I, 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 it's not clear to me what the end game was either, other than the cause problems. So, um, well, the the group is called Los Los Sec Filipinas. So, oh, fuck this. <laughs> what the <does> that? <laughs> fuck that.
0: That is so stupid. All right, th- th- this isn't even that, that like revolutionary. Uh, if you want to search, uh, United States voter. Uh, registered voters um, you can go to uh, a couple of websites uh coloradovoters.info delawarevoters.info uh, flvoters.com uh ohiovoters.info okla voters.com uh rivoters.com and you will see uh, voter da- database information Uh, For example, for Oklahoma, you have various records going from uh, the 1800, which makes absolutely no sense. I don't know. Uh, There was no state that far back. It was founded in 1904, but I guess Indian Territory, whatever, it goes to 94. Uh, But that's not that revolutionary, I don't think. Just having a searchable database. I mean, it's troll-worthy, but I don't see what the point was. Huh. And if you attended DHA, you would learn how you could do that <laughs> with any state in the country. Uh, yeah. From last month.
2: Yeah. yeah. Which
0: we won't talk about.
3: No. So, no.
4: Filipino voters and yeah. Filipino lolsack. Yep. <clears throat> um, anybody want to learn a, a word in Filipino? Sure. Okay. Today's word is ukininam. What does it mean? Your mother's private parts. <laughs> uh, what was that again? Uki ni nam. Uki ni nam. Yep. All right. The uki is, uh, is a is the private part, and uki I think inam means mother. Interesting.
0: Okay, there we go. <laughs> See, Shadowcast is a div- diverse show, it's educational, where you can learn foreign languages. <laughs> You can learn a little bit of infosec. You can learn what shampoo does to a person. Um, but yeah, thank you, Mister Chen. Quite welcome. Uh, so, Blackbath, are you ready <clears throat> to uh, drop 20 stories on us?
4: Yes. Alrighty. All right. So, nation-state actors use fileless tricks to deliver remote access trojans or rats. Um, <clears throat> Apparently some state-sponsored threat actors in Asia, I don't think it says who in particular, uh, but they've been leveraging a different technique to deliver rats uh, without being detected by most traditional uh, endpoint protection or antivirus products. <clears throat> um, I mean, the, the gist of it is most endpoint protection is scanning and checking out file-based threats. Um, what this malware does is it Actually has the rat running in memory so that it goes undetected Which is kind of cool
0: <clears throat>
4: Yeah um, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apparently the payload the rat uh, never touches the disk in an unencrypted state so uh, it does do file drops here and there um, they're kind of obfuscated and encrypted um, and apparently the uh, the settings Uh, for the executable are encrypted and stored across multiple PNG image files as pixel data. And if you were to see these (laughs) ping files, uh, they just look like multicolored snow, like just these square thumbnails. Uh, That's kind of cool. And it also adds a registry entry uh, to point to... Was it the URL? Or to point to uh the dll maybe uh so that it can have persistence and relaunch in memory
0: wow hmm. that's pretty clever
4: yeah apparently the it, it uses a known rat named nanocore um that's just basic uh like a spyware rat <clears throat> Um, but the technique can be used to deliver pretty much any other remote access trojan um it uh, creates two binaries in the app data folder and then it executes them. And yeah, so it says a registry key pointing to one of these files is created for persistence. Anyway. Wow. Good old malware getting more tricky. Good times. All right. Next story is uh, the FBI. Uh, I guess further in the saga of the FBI, FBI versus Apple. Um, It's alluded that they paid over $1 million for the hack that allowed them to unlock the San Bernardino iPhone. Um, They didn't... Which is awesome, by the way. Kudos to those
0: researchers who had an awesome payday and betrayed us all. I'd betray all you motherfuckers for a million bucks.
4: Well, as expected, uh, the, the FBI said that when Apple started refusing to to unlock it, there were a lot of people in the private sector that were scrambling to try
1: and bank off of this. McAfee being the first of many, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, remember, he's he saying, was going to social engineer it for free.
4: Yeah. He's, <laughs> a, he's the uh, philanthropist here. He, he's going to do it for free
1: with the social engineering. <clears throat> <laughs> But a uh, uh, unannounced, uh, or I don't know the exact word, but somebody within the organization anonymously reported that they uh, didn't find Jack on the phone so far. But I think that's really funny. All this effort however, diddly squat. However, it still means that uh,
4: it was beneficial because the lack of information proved that this missing piece of their timeline, um, that the... Uh, what was his name? Sayed Farouk or whatever.
2: Uh, a terrorist asshole. Yep.
4: Sayed Farouk. Farouk. Uh, they confirm now that he did not contact any other terrorists or members of uh, terrorist organizations during this 18-minute gap or whatever it was in their timeline because there was no information on the phone. So it was, in fact, worth it, according to to their PR people. On that phone? What about the burner phones? On that phones? fucking
0: phone. Exactly. The ones that smashed. I I'm, He was using ultra high-grade terrorist crypto. <laughs> so, they have to find out what happened there. Well. On those burners. Those damn burners. Well,
1: what scares me, though, is now that there is precedent for that model of the iPhone, uh, it doesn't surprise me that there's going to be a lot of requests for opening up other phones for criminal cases um, not just regarding the San Bernardino incident. Yeah, it's already started. Oh yeah, I mean
4: that's like the reason that they had to find a way to spin it, right? To say that all of this effort and money was in fact worth it because it allowed them to, to confirm something about this supposed gap that they had. I mean we all know that it's circular logic and BS but mean they can't come out and say we spent a million over a million dollars and there was nothing on the phone anyway yeah (laughs) Um, they didn't come out and say that it was more than a million dollars but director James Comey um, he said he's quoted as saying more than I will make in the remainder of this job which is seven years and four months for sure but it was in my view worth it so they said based on uh, Comey's salary which is listed at at about $14,900 a month that it comes out to more than $1.3 million for the hack. Ah. So, anyway, wow. that's what we're paying for with these.
0: I'm glad dollars. I'm glad that uh, Hey, you know what? If I had the ability to sell some shit like that to the feds for a million bucks, I totally would probably do it. Actually, I'd probably. Yeah, right. (laughs) Like like a million bucks. That's a great payday. Man. Anyone want to resurrect HB Gary?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So. There you go. All right. Um, next story. I'm gonna skip this one. I don't want to talk about it. Um, <clears throat> this one I thought Mr. Chin was gonna do, so I'll skip it. And uh, okay, here we go. Australia admits to running offensive cyber ops team. Hmm. So Australia's got uh, a state-sponsored elite hacks team. Um, oh my indeed Uh, basically they're going to be spending about 230 million dollars Australian dollars um, over four years to improve critical infrastructure defenses through private and public sector information sharing innovation security centers and bankrolling support for 5,000 security tests for businesses I don't know how that has to do with a offensive cyber ops that doesn't sound very offensive no it doesn't at all this article goes on to talk about a lot of defense let's see oh this is a much longer article than I thought
2: <laughs> you know what I'm going to
4: skip it but if anybody wants to look into it look for Australia admits to running offensive cyber ops team it's on the register I'm even too lazy to do a tiny url
0: I was, man, I was
4: really disappointed. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, the Opera Browser now offers free and unlimited built-in VPN service. So just by using the Opera Browser in your settings, you can click a little checkbox that says Enable VPN. I thought, they, uh, I thought they went bankrupt.
0: Opera? Yeah.
4: Well... <laughs> this is <laughs> how they're gonna monetize they're, they're pretty good they'll sell your info uh, apparently yeah. they're using Surf Easy Inc
2: alright
4: I guess technically it's a secure proxy nah. what was it called again? Easy what? Uh, Surf Easy Inc Surf Easy one word
2: oh, okay. I'm looking it up
4: yeah I am yeah Opera becomes the first web browser to offer a built in, free, unlimited, and 256 bit encrypted VPN service for everyone.
0: Uh, Yeah, but you're throttled. You have to be. Like, heavily. Like, I can't imagine, uh, uh. I don't know. Like, I can't imagine you're being able to download, like, a ton of video files and stuff like that. There's no incentive. Unless they're selling all of your info. And what
4: would be the purpose of a VPN?
0: Uh, it says unlimited so data does, usage. Well, it's probably throttled though. So does your carrier, but look what happens.
4: Unlike several other free uh, VPN services, Opera's built in free VPN service will offer you unlimited data usage as well. You just have to turn on a virtual switch in the settings menu to enable the feature.
0: Wow. oh that's cool no but the whole point of using a VPN is so that you don't have like coffee shop man in the middle attack type thing that's the only privacy it's buying you at the end there they there's got to be a reason they're doing that I would, I would be willing to bet that there's some kind of monetary incentive in doing that
4: well I mean it's not going to cost them a lot if like 10 people are using their VPN that's not a lot of bandwidth even if they're doing a lot yeah, that's, that's like ten percent user... of their user base, right there. I thought that was their entire user base.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's neat, but uh, yeah. I don't know. That's really sketchy. It, it's just an automatic one, so it's not. Uh, it's not something like uh, like where you get to pick your city or anything. It just automatically picks for you. I'm guessing it, it looks like, like it's just one checkbox here. Okay. click
4: the box boom you're safe
0: cool that could be pretty popular over in uh, other countries if they don't block the VPN IPs I mean
4: if it's if it's implemented reasonably well that that lowers the barrier for a lot of non-tech savvy people right although it's on the Opera browser so
2: <sighs> <laughs>
4: but, I mean that? That's well
0: the... Opera, Opera is now based off of Chromium code base so Oh, is it? Yeah. A lot of people are familiar with Chrome anyway, so it's not that big of a, a change for them. I think, I think the deal with that is that it uses Chromium uh, uh, as its code base, but I think maybe they use different engines for other stuff, or maybe they're just totally a fork now. I don't remember. But yeah.
4: Okay. Well, moving on. <laughs> um, hey Mr. Chin were you going to do that one story That we had both brought up Mr. Chin
3: Yes
4: Are you going to do that one story
3: The uh, cheetah story
4: No 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 the judge The
3: ch- cheetah story The judge tossing out the evidence Yeah Yeah I uh, closed that tab. If you have it up and want to go for it, have at it.
4: Okay, Jeez. well, I'll go to that one after this one. <clears throat> All right, so the Ashley Madison breach, which I found quite funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, one thing you should never do is look up names of people you know, because you can't unsee that it's true Uh, I learned a lot about Mr. Chin that day (laughs) (laughs) Uh anyway so if you're really pissed off over that Ashley Ashley Madison (laughs) breach and you want to sue them you have to use your real name (laughs) Um, well of course Naked Security blog posts that you have to use your real name to sue Ashley Madison over breach As you might recall, the pro infidelity site got thoroughly breached last July. Blah blah blah. Lawyers smell blood, blah blah blah. a Lot of divorces. Child custody lawyers are all having a good time. class class action lawyers are the big fish here, and invitations for victims to join suits are are abundant. Um question is would jurors actually sympathize with people who cheated on their partners Uh, huh well that's an interesting concept uh, apparently people were trying to avoid using their real names but the court uh, might be this class action filed in Missouri in Missouri but it doesn't exactly say that anyway they denied a motion for the would-be plaintiffs to use pseudonyms Um, US District Judge John Ross Rule that plaintiffs have to use their real names, so no John Does. Oh boy! I mean, if you haven't been outed, huh. why are you gonna sue him? Well, if
0: you have, you might as fucking well. <laughs> I mean, if you've been outed, I mean, then
4: why would you want to use a pseudonym? You've been outed. Yeah, I guess it's like, gonna if go If you got a divorce, go for it. It'd be permanent public record, though. Like, you know. Aren't divorce court shit public record too? Yeah, but it it wouldn't say, like, because Mr. Chin was an Ashley Madison user is the cause of divorce. Yeah, you're right. But you can obviously see if they list all of the plaintiffs in a class action against Ashley Madison.
0: You know what? Uh. Oh, no, the actual user, the, the, the real names. Man, I was hoping, like, I was thinking, I'll jump in on this and. I just claimed someone's username, but then I forgot that the actual personal details were involved. Damn it! Yeah, but that's only for
4: people who were stupid enough to use their real names, or actually paid for the you know the premium service because the credit card transactions were part of the leak, and you can see real names in in those, obviously.
0: Well, is it only people with a credit card or could it be any user account? Because I got like five Ashley Madison accounts
4: from all my awesome shit. Well, yeah, you can. Does that mean you I can do five class actions? So it,
0: Fuck yeah, I'm getting 12 bucks, guys. Well, what I'm
4: saying is if you create an Ashley <laughs> Madison account and you went fully private, like you used a, a throwaway email account, used a fake name, and all of that shit, um, you would have still been outed if you did the uh, pay for the premium service with your with a credit card tied to your name because. In all, all right. the credit card transaction records that were part of the dump, it lists, uh, you know, the the cardholder's name, address, city, and all of that stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, good stuff. <laughs> for, for the course
4: of uh, uh, my job, you know, we had to check for damage control to see if there's anything in there that would be something we should address. Um, thankfully, not. But uh, you know. You can't unsee things that's in there.
0: Yeah. In the course of my pro bono consulting, (laughs) I scoured through a lot of that too for different type of damage control. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you'd be surprised how many local politicians were on that website or prominent businessmen of the community. Oh man,
4: there there were like K-12, like, yeah. domains on there you know
0: yeah the, the the best part was all of the .mil and .gov email addresses oh yeah <laughs> the real highlight of that whole entire saga for me was John McAfee's John McAfee's write-up for Business Insider, in which his entire article's premise is that it had to be a woman who leaked all of that because Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> because in the leaked information it was talking about how heartless all of these men were that like they were uh like signing up or, or their activity or some shit involving Valentine's Day, and he said no man would give A fuck about Valentine's Day. (laughs) 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 You
4: gotta love that guy.
0: (laughs) He says some of the most insane, crazy shit. I swear. I still made. Oh god. Oh man. We got to get him on the show, hands down. Have to. Like he. he, Yeah, he fits the format (laughs) too well, and I don't like admitting that. I
4: would love to have him on the show. That'd be so awesome.
0: Yeah. And like Zandy would actually show up for that one, I think. Hello.
4: Well, he'd <laughs> so, have to ask real nice. Yes, he would.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, I still need to make those uh, Ashley Madison shirts uh, that we talked about. It's where it's got the Ashley Madison logo, and uh, what was it? What was their? What's their catchline? Life line? is short. Uh, have an affair. Frick? yeah li- life is short hack the planet oh yeah under the logo <laughs> I need to get those made I'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> speaking of one dollar did y'all hear that Jimmy John's today yes
4: selling subs for
2: one dollar I it was yesterday
0: well te- by the time this is published it's yesterday yeah
4: well I thought it was Wednesday no
0: it's Thursday oh okay the lines were plentiful. Anyways, that was just a drunken aside. Let's continue on.
4: Okay, so... Uh, Judge tosses evidence obtained by FBI malware planted on Dark website. Uh, that's a kind of a vague article title, but um, if you're not in the know, uh, there's a big case where the FBI busted uh, a lot of pedophiles. No, it wasn't
0: just that they uh, compromised a server with a lot of yes uh, cheese pizza sites on yeah. it. They did and, this to uh, bust pedophiles. Yeah, but my site was taken down too. And that whole scenario—it was the Freedom Raid hosting raid.
4: Yeah. So
0: I didn't. I didn't have cheese pizza on my site, just for clarification. So they raided
4: Freedom Hosting in order to take over a cheese pizza website so that they could monitor use and use that to track down uh, people exchanging child pornography and they did that uh, by by way of malware via the Tor browser correct yeah it was a
0: JavaScript uh, payload zero day etc Sorry, I, got a blo- I forgot it and vaped again and I don't want this alarm to go off. <laughs> yeah,
4: that was at a time when the Tor browser didn't have extensions and all of these things automatically disabled, I believe. Um, so if you hadn't disabled those things, um, you you would have been vulnerable to this if you were participating in that cheese pizza activity. So what they did was uh, basically hijacked the website, waited for people to use it, it automatically pwned their browsers, and they were able to track these people, build a case, and then uh, go after and arrest people. So that happened, um, and now it's in court, but a U.S. federal judge has thrown out evidence in this case, um, specifically related to evidence obtained by the FBI's use of a hacking tool, unquote. Um, although civil libertarians have praised the judge's ruling to suppress the evidence,
2: <clears throat> uh,
4: the ruling doesn't inhibit the FBI's ability to use uh, malware uh, or plant malware on a defendant's computer. Or on a, I, I guess we I, on thought. I thought this was computer. all
0: about the warrants. I thought this was all came down to about the warrants, yep. the way that they went about the warrants. I'm gonna do right?
4: that.
2: Well, geez, <laughs> sorry.
4: Um, the judge ruled that the FBI's nit warrant which stands for network investigative techniques uh, was improperly granted by a federal magistrate judge for a case outside her jurisdiction. So it all comes down to technicalities and how the warrant uh, was actually generated. Um, it's not, you know, it's not actually saying that the technique that the FBI used, which is really the what's up for debate, uh, with the civil liberties groups, um, it was just a technicality, so that's why the evidence is getting thrown out. So, I guess for the uh, um, Civil Liberties groups, it's kind of a lukewarm win, because the evidence was tossed out, but not for the reasons that they probably feel it should be. So, what do you guys think about, uh, you know, Fed using I say- uh, Zero Days and, and malware to to kind of uh, do their stings
0: I think it's awesome
4: I, th- I thought it was actually pretty cool like I mean
0: I mean I didn't go to porn sites but uh, well child porn sites uh, the whole point of that though is that every site on freedom hosting had that javascript payload though Oh, it wasn't it? just porn sites yeah my site fucking had it on there too
4: Oh and I, I didn't, didn't like that. that I thought yeah, they I didn't just like that at all. taking control over the, uh, the child porn sites
0: no man this is what happens when you decide to host your website on the same server <laughs> that hosts child pornography uh, you have no idea that this is even the same server until anonymous decides to do denial of service attacks against those child pornography sites and your site goes down too that's when you realize, that, holy shit, I have bad company. And as you look for another uh, solution, uh, the feds start serving JavaScript on your site as well. They did it for every single site that was hosted with Freedom Hosting. And Freedom Hosting, at the time, hosted damn near like 90% of all Tour Hidden Services websites. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it was shitty and then uh fast forward three days after they raid freedom hosting and this javascript starts you uh walk to your apartment and you have a nice conversation with a uh federal agent that's what happens when you decide to host your shit with freedom hosting so
4: good job freedom be hosting. wary
0: yeah, be wary of where you host your shit, because obviously, I didn't want to have anything to do with that, and I didn't. But uh, there are uh, consequences to being on the dark dark webs. Uh, so strange yeah, bedfellows. The jo-
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: the. <laughs> the thing with that javascript thing is you know a particular uh, version of the Toro Browser Bundle was targeted for Windows only so uh, it never affected me personally as far as being a, a you know a victim of it because I was running everything on Linux so if you were running this on Windows and you're looking at CP uh, just looking at the CP you deserve whatever comes your way but like, that combination, you would think that people who are more dedicated to that whole entire uh, horrible, shitty part of humanity would at least know enough about how to protect themselves to be on Linux or something like that. I'm not sure if, like, Wunix existed at the time. I don't think it did. Tells did, for sure. Uh, so, I don't know. It's It's just one of those things where... Uh, they had 3,000 IPs of child porn site visitors worldwide, and 1,000 in the U.S. Roughly. Wow. So that's a yeah, that's a huge number uh, of people in the U.S. That if that one uh, magistrate. If she's the one who granted the warrants to go after... So here's the thing. You, you had the warrant to, to do the malware payload and grab all the IPs. Then you have to have warrants to go after those specific IPs and get to the individual themselves. Um, and if, the, if, if that's the part where they done goofed, uh, was on the, the person-to-person thing, and if they did this for a thousand people and they fucked up on a majority of them, Holy shit, did they drop the damn ball on that one. Oh, man. Because that's a thousand people in the United States that they could have busted for CP that who knows if they can even go to court and do anything now. That is fucked. Like, you just used a zero day and and, and now you got all these people and you can't do shit about it except for people in her district. Fuck me, that was a big, big mistake.
4: No, oh, that's like tripping and shitting your pants like five yards before the goal line.
2: <laughs> <laughs> After really like the, the most
4: amazing interception, and you know, oh, it's really sad. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you know you work for the FBI and, and that was your project.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, it would be disheartening. And when was Freedom Hosting? How was uh what? It's 2016. Yeah. I was... Yeah, it's been two or three years ago. Uh, you know, so... Uh, well, they're, if you're working on child porn cases, they rotate you out. Uh, you know, you go in cycles as far as what your job function is. So, so that, that would have been a big... Yeah, no, no, it actually... It, there's not the... It's the trauma thing, the PTSD side. And also... Uh, like as disgusting as it sounds, the the fear of acquiring that uh, fetish or whatever you want to call it—that's actually yeah, that's actually
4: repeated exposure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's multifaceted, uh, but mostly because it's just really fucked up and people can't handle it and they don't allow you. I think I think it's three years max, but that might even be too much. Uh, as far as I can remember. Uh, so think about it a lot of these people may not even get that other shot and that's really fucked so congratulations FBI when you're not fucking us over you're fucking yourself over oh man uh, and children at the same time I gotta
4: give props though that was a that was a pretty pretty elite hack
0: yeah no shit pretty
4: pretty sneaky trap (laughs) I can tell you
0: this much I had nothing to do with that, but once I saw that the you know that this JavaScript was discovered, uh, and it was on my site too, I was shitting bricks. I didn't probably get any sleep that week, and then <laughs> that Monday, I'm walking to my apartment and I have a nice conversation. My entire world was, uh, like, my head was exploding. I called up uh, Mr. Chen on uh, Red Phone right after that. You remember that? <laughs> God damn it, Mr. Chin. <laughs> He's just never there. Oh, Mr. Uh, Chin. Hello.
4: <laughs> At least Sandy Box. <laughs> anyways.
0: There. Yeah, I called him on red phone and I was like, You won't believe what just happened. I had to go wipe all my shit on my computers. And it wasn't even revolved to cheese pizza, it was revolved to other illegal shit, but uh <laughs> yeah. That's like it's terrifying and so like that that that's like trauma that i live with every day <laughs> they should cycle hackers out every like couple of years <laughs> so that you don't have trauma from feds
4: well okay <laughs> anyway um that's almost all i have for news i guess my last news item is uh if anybody watches Game of Thrones, or if you have not yeah. watched Game of Thrones and are just starting, you will want to mute for the next 30 seconds, maybe.
0: What the fuck am I supposed oh, no, this to is, do? This is
4: from a past season, so if you've watched Game of Thrones in oh, okay. current or even one season behind, no worries. This has to do with the Red Wedding. Ah. Okay, so <clears throat>
2: it's,
4: it's old spoiler alert. Uh, I I played for my wife, but my wife's been sick, so I feel like she needed she needed a pick me up. So I uh, she she had never seen the red wedding set to the yakety sax music. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "Hey, you want to see something funny?" She's like, "Sure." So you know, I I pull it up on my my iPhone and I send it over to the Apple TV in our bedroom, and I hit play. And it's the Red Wedding to Yakety Sax. And if you have not seen this, it is the most disturbingly funny thing that uh, you might see all day. Maybe I'm sick for finding it so funny, but oh man.
0: Uh, yeah, that sounds... Is that a new real news
2: item? <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's my last news item. I made my wife laugh. Oh, yeah, and she she, she laughed hard. She busted a gut. I mean, like, silent laugh. She was laughing so hard. Oh, man. I, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, it is the best version of the Red Wedding, red wedding ever. For some reason, the transitions and just the on-screen action is, is oh. perfect.
0: Never mind. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm tethering. I forgot.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, look, he's back. What the fuck were you doing? We tried talking to you, Mr. Chin.
4: I'm here. No shit. We know that. We tried talking to you. We were talking to you earlier.
3: Yeah, I caught the tail end of that, but I didn't want to speak up and say anything because <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck <laughs> you were talking about. So.
4: <laughs> Rainmakers. Raymaker got <laughs> to the part where it starts up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: Wow, Raymaker has a really hard, quick smile.
1: Sorry, oh my.
2: God. It's great,
4: right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh I <laughs> encourage everyone to Google search Yakety Sax red wedding Y a k e t y s a space S A X space red space wedding
1: Oh my god Oh damn it that was funny <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Oh
0: uh, well, I'm going to have to look that one up later.
4: All right, so that's it for uh, my news. I cut, I cut off a lot, so it's not 23 articles.
0: Well, that's good. Uh, Raymaker, you've got yeah, one. Yeah, I want that...
1: to talk about one that I, I thought somebody was going to bring up, but uh, since we haven't yet. Uh, Friday, uh, there was a uh, the hacker that was responsible for the hacking team breach recently. Uh, who exfiltrated like 400 gigs of data, Uh, I believe his name is Phineas Fisher, released the details Uh on how exactly he pulled off the uh, hack job. And... uh, Actually encouraged other people to follow it as example. It, he even went so far as to link the tools that he used and exactly how he laterally moved within the organization, and just basically just detailed the entire hack from you know soup to nuts. It was it was beautiful read, and in fact whiskey was so diligent enough to put uh, Phineas's post on Shadow Systems as well for your reading pleasure. Uh, yeah, it's uh, at tinyurl.com slash mister Chin soup
0: to
4: nuts <laughs> Is that the number two or the T O? The number two, yeah. S O U P number Mr. two nuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you
0: can get it right there at tinyurl.com slash mister Chin soup number two nuts.
1: Yeah, some of the interesting things that I found in the uh, post was that uh, the hacker originally got into their network by exploiting a zero-day on their uh, some network device. They weren't specific on which one in particular. But some of the uh, other interesting things I saw were uh, that uh, Christian Ponzi, the uh, one systems admin that was famous for having the password of password... Uh, Actually had a TrueCrypt file that was uh, where he stored the uh, his credentials in a password.csv file. Uh, what was interesting was is that he had, the hacker had a, a remote session to that machine, couldn't actually get into the TrueCrypt volume. But once uh, Christian was able to uh, mount the volume, he just copied the unencrypted files right off. So
2: <laughs>
4: I read that that was awesome. Uh...
1: Yeah, you know, my
0: favorite thing about the whole thing was, yes, it was an embedded system that he said that he got access to, and the most impressive part with with his approach to that to me was that he created a zero day for it by, um, you know, he started working on it, but he tested it out using other companies who use the same embedded <laughs> device so the hacking team wouldn't see that on their IDS and, and all that shit, like... Hey, I don't want to uh, tip off my adversary, so I'm going to go over here and try my exploit out on other people who use it, just by using Shodan or whatever. That's fucking imp-
1: like incredible idea. I was I was very impressed with that. And what's interesting to note is, if this is truly the case, then that zero day still is in the wild. Yeah, uh,
0: which. Uh, uh, I don't know if Mr. Chin wants to admit it or not, but he may or may not have, or no, someone he knows may or may not have uh, found the source code for that. If you want to talk about it, Mr. Chin.
3: I'd rather refrain.
0: So there you have the confirmation that he has it. So there you go, feds. He's right there. Anyways, continue, sorry.
1: Nah, that's that's all I got on that.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh.
1: Well, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, yeah, we have the
0: full write-up. Uh, like, it's the English translation. Um, and he kind of, like, with his first uh, uh, breach, he posted on Reddit kind of like a how to uh, be a hacktivist type thing. And he posted it on R uh, Anarchy or something like that if I remember. Uh, and uh, well, wh- Who was it he breached back then? I forgot who the fuck it was. It was a big one. Was it uh, Y'all don't remember who Phineas Fisher hacked first? Nope. No, I'm sorry I don't. It was one of the big uh, I think it was like Blue Coat wasn't it? Ed- or I Ed- 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 <laughs> Oh god, no. Anyways. Uh it was it was what it was an old it was like last year. Um it was Gamma International, Gamma Group. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Anyways, he hacked someone else. He released all their shit before. Um and he kind of had a how to, to do this, was this whole thing. He was trying to encourage other people to do it. And that's kind of the way he did this. He was gives you kind of steps and guides. And he actually goes through this walkthrough like a, a really great story. I mean, it's an impressive read. It's very long and detailed. And uh, it's like a, a hacker bedtime story
4: almost. I want someone to narrate it and put it on Audible.
0: Oh, shit. I guess it's kind of public domain, right? I oh don't know. I'm going to see about that. I don't think that'll work, but yeah. It would be it would be a nice little bedtime story. Uh, so, yeah. I guess if that's all. Does anyone else have any news items? I think that's it, right? I believe so. All right. Well, uh, we'll move into uh, our most infamous segment of the show. Straight out of Florida.
4: Tallahassee Man, charged with soliciting sex with dogs. (laughs) (laughs) George Wilkinson Jr., 21, faces a misdemeanor charge after Tallahassee police say he advertised to have sex with dogs and their owners in two separate ads in April on Craigslist. Tallahassee Animal Control received complaints about the advertisement, posted in the Casual Encounters section by Wilkinson, court records say. In the ad, he wrote that he was looking for, quote, someone who owns a big dog they like to mess around with. Let's go to your place and let's have fun and get mounted by your dog. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! He left his phone number to be contacted. He also requested specific breeds of dogs, including Great Danes. German Shepherds, and Labs singing, quote, Dogs dem size are perfect. Unquote. When police went to Wilkinson's Mission Road apartment to question him Tuesday, he told police he posted the ad but that it was a joke to see if anyone would respond. He told officers several people had replied to his ad and that after emailing back and forth, he had considered allowing a dog to have sex with him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wilkinson's bond was set at $1,000 he is prohibited from owning or possessing pets and cannot have contact with animals of any kind
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought
4: that was Zandy there
2: for a yeah, second me too <laughs> I thought that
3: too. <laughs> oh man so, I'm, I'm Friday's edition of Law & Order SVU <laughs> All right, who's up
1: next. <laughs> I'll go. If artists are supposed to suffer for their work, then Tom Miller must be a genius. Friday night, the Gainesville, Florida-based performance artist will attempt to go where few others have dared before by staring at Ted Cruz's mouth for two hours straight. This is the most dangerous thing I've ever done, Miller told the Huffington Post. It's like being caught on It's a Small World for two hours straight. Miller will be doing this two-hour Ted Gawk starting at 7 p.m. at the Hardback Cafe. The 50-year-old artist will be on stage staring at the giant photo of Ted Cruz without breaking eye contact, though blinking is allowed. People can attempt to interact with me, but I won't be focusing on anything else other than that horrid smile, he said. Maybe someone will bring a beer to ease the pain. Then, after an hour, after his Ted Cruz stare-down, Miller will unveil an original piece of artwork to commemorate the event. Wow. That
0: is, uh... Jesus. That's like an Onion article, almost.
1: (laughs) It's close. It's the Huffington Post.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. I'd
4: like to see Jezebel's take on it.
0: Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. You trapped me.
4: (laughs) Oh, no. The PC police
0: is going to roll in and take me to jail.
4: Well, not yet, but they're watching you. (laughs) They're waiting. They're waiting. They're sitting in the van.
0: Yes, they are with their cat glasses just waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Triggered. Triggered. Yeah, she's got her red hair, and she's not happy. But you wouldn't notice the difference because she's got resting bitch face anyways. Uh, this episode's really gotten into the shitter. Uh, all I, right, I so,
1: disagree. I think this is our best yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 all right,
3: Mr. Chen, what's your Florida man yeah. story? And this this story is a lesson in never getting between a woman and her bag of Cheetos. A Florida woman, <laughs> 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 a Florida woman, allegedly punched a convenience store employee in the eye after the woman demanded the return of a Cheetos puffs bag that the suspect had stashed in her groin area, according to reports. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa Mower, 49, um, sought to steal the Cheetos and a six-pack of Bud Light total value of $13.11 from a store in Indian Rock Beach, but when confronted by an employee she walked out the store, she returned the beer, but did not return the Cheetos. Uh, She then (laughs) crossed the street into a wooded area. Um, For some reason, the worker followed uh, the suspect in pursuit of the stolen Cheetos. (laughs) 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 when the store employee demanded that Maurer return the Cheetos Puffs that were stolen, Maurer responded by punching Harris in the left eye holy shit (laughs) a blow that caused swelling and redness in the victim's eye socket socket and eye. The victim was shortly uh, subsequently apprehended thereafter and uh, by a sheriff's deputy with the Cheetos Puffs on her person she is um she has been charged with theft and battery both misdemeanors Uh, Mower is a convicted felon with a lengthy rap sheet was booked into the county jail and is being held in lieu of a $650 bond
4: (laughs) also being charged with having a stinky badge wow (laughs) man (laughs) it didn't smell like cheese before
2: Oh <laughs> fuck,
0: dude! Ooh, oh, oh man, oh. that's just
4: ooh, Jezebel.com.
0: <laughs> 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 oh man,
4: so uh, yeah. Well, I th- I was impressed that you know she hid the the bag of Cheetos, and then you mentioned the six pack. Yeah. Yeah. That's that is quite insane. a woman. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Y-
0: you know what? I Pussy see. Riot once had a public <laughs> g- demonstration over in Russia, which one of those girls, I shit you not, went to a grocery store. There's a video of this you can find on the internet. They went to a grocery store and got a raw chicken and shoved it right up there.
4: What? like Like yeah, a whole chicken or a drumstick? A stick? whole
0: damn chicken. A whole fucking chicken. What? Yeah, yeah, she did it. It It's performance art. That, that is performance
4: art, apparently.
3: Whoa! I swear to God, it is.
4: (laughs) Salmonella.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 what you risk when you uh
1: shove a chicken up your cooter. (laughs) And for the main course, sir, fish or chicken.
2: Horrible propane uh, and propane
1: accessories
0: oh man chicken stuffed that's stuff horrible fish. um but uh yeah it's whiskey are you guys uh ready for Do this one? A story? Oh shit god damn it waterfall
3: did he draw you, whiskey
4: <laughs> did you drop <laughs>
0: Uh, he did. Why did
4: this happen? Welcome back.
0: <laughs> you know what that was? It's me tethering a wirefall calling me. Uh,
1: oh. He, yeah. Yeah. So. Either that or you hit your bandwidth limit for the month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. So.
0: Here we go. I uh, am uh, going with uh, my Florida Man segment, and uh, well, I'll play this little clip for you. Um, but first, let me give you some context. Uh, in Florida, they have this governor named Rick Scott, and he was upset because when he was in Gainesville, Florida, uh, well... Something happened to him and it was all caught on video and I'm gonna play this for you. This was posted on Rick Scott's YouTube channel, which you're about to hear it right now.
1: You may have seen this video
3: of a terribly rude woman at a coffee shop cursing and screaming at Governor Scott.
1: You're an asshole! You don't care about working people! A million jobs? Great! Who here has a great
4: job? Well that woman clearly has a problem. And it turns
3: out that she's a former government official who refused to recite the Pledge of Allegiance and calls herself an anarchist, but never mind about that. Let's look at the substance of her question about
4: who around here has a job. I'm glad you asked. She was at Starbucks in Gainesville. So let's take a look at who around her has a job. Since Rick Scott became governor, 9,300 new jobs have been created, all in this area. Yes. He actually
0: makes a YouTube video wow. defending himself against some random woman who calls him an asshole at Starbucks. So. I like
4: the background track. Yeah, I know. It's like
2: boop, 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 boop.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, let's go to Sunday school. <laughs>
2: <laughs> should have Meanwhile, just had sacks. <laughs> Yeah, no
0: kidding. Kara Jennings, who. Uh, heckled Rick Scott at a Starbucks in Gainesville gets that response video that you just heard in which he explains that uh, all these jobs are all around her while she's just sitting at Starbucks yelling at the governor. The title of this video is Latte Liberal Gets an Earful.
4: (laughs) So, Latte Liberal.
0: Yeah. So, if you ever wonder why all these Florida man stories exist, well, that's your governor right there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, understand man. that at you all, know, but... I think where they went wrong was... Wait, who said Latte Liberal? Like
0: the, the official government <laughs> channel? <laughs> See,
4: <laughs> yeah. Where they went wrong was uh, they should have called her a pumpkin spice liberal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: pumpkin spice progressive there you go
0: oh Ooh, nice it's a little tad of uh, uh, cinnamon with your pumpkin spice and just a dash of glen Beck. so <laughs> well there we go that's all the florida stories for this week hell that's the entire show because there's no there's no your mom this week mom's not here Mom's not here. She's uh, she's, she's still on vacation. From
4: two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: so uh, next week, uh, Mr. Chin is going to be giving us a your mom segment, uh, which should be pretty cool. Any
4: uh, any sneak peeks or hints?
3: Uh, no, no teasers. You'll just you'll just have to wait.
4: Yeah, if there's one thing
0: that Mr. Chin's known for, it's not for uh, being Preparing a tease. in
3: advance.
4: Not for foreplay?
0: No. It's just like, he, he its it goes from zero to in no time. <laughs> you, you're not going to bad luck us? <laughs>
3: no, no I'm not.
0: <clears throat> and so, uh, yeah, all you faithful listeners around the world, yeah, I know, I know who you are. Uh there are a lot of cool things coming up, so we're gonna have the your mom next week, get back on track, and then week after that we'll be live at ThoughtCon. So that'll be a fun thing and wanna give a shout out to uh some listeners that are all over the world that we have listening, don't know what you're doing with your life. But to our listeners in France and uh, Portugal, Hong Kong, have a big uptick in Iraq activity. (laughs) Zimbabwe, Kuwait, Germany, and our very faithful listeners in Australia. Uh, We also have a couple up in Canada, too. But uh, all of you people who listen uh, outside of the U.S. don't know... If uh, there's something wrong with your browser and you can't get out of the show, but <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you and all of the people in the U.S. who listen as well. Uh, Matt, I- Whiskey, I'm going yeah, to slip you. in
3: here and give a big shout-out, especially on the U.S. side, to our listeners in Louisville, Kentucky.
0: <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky being Iron Geek. <laughs> 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 oh, man. But, Yeah. So if you would ever like to send us comments or questions or content for the show, you can email us at show at shadowcast.co and if you would like to send complaints, you can send your email complaints to Mr. Chin at shadow.systems. So that's it. Uh What's your last words, Blackmath?
4: Be careful on casual encounters.
0: <laughs> and All have a right.
4: blessed
3: week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Chin, what's yours? Don't forget your propane and your propane <laughs> accessories. <laughs> and rainmaker.
1: Ask a stupid question, get a stupid answer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah i almost forgot about you zandy uh what what do you have to say hello (laughs) all right well thank you (laughs) and as always here at shadow systems we encourage you to hack the planet